bonus. Bonus episode. I'm Kamel Lanciani. I'm Emily V. Gordon, and this is bonus. I'm trying to think of a staying in with Emily and Kamel bonus. There's no, I have nothing clever. The best you came up with was staying in with Emily and Kamel bonus. I think I added a little snake sound too. Bonus. Bonus. <laughs> so every week we're going to release a bonus episode that's going to be different from the episodes we normally do. Last week's episode was uh, with David Chang, State of the Restaurant Industry. We're only doing David's. Cooking. <laughs> this one is David Higgins. <laughs> we're only doing David's. So that one was about how to cook for yourself. They, these are going to be much more sort of practical tips. And uh, interviews with people. And interviews with people yeah. who have uh, expertise in different areas. And today we're talking to David Higgins, who was uh, my trainer for when I shot uh, I, a movie called Eternals, Marvel. A Marvel movie. Good Lord, come it's out. a Marvel movie called Eternals. I got in very good shape yes, for it. Yes, you did. Uh, trained with David for six months while we were shooting the movie. He's a great trainer, uh, has a really, really good attitude about um, exercise and why it's important. Um, so so if exercising is something you want to hear about, something you want to do during this time at home, uh, this is this is a good episode. This is the up for you. And if you're a David and have something that you're an expert in, <laughs> holler at us. <laughs> we're only talking to Davids. <laughs> Bonus David. There we go. Now we have a thing. We bonus have a bonus David. David. Um, yeah. And his, what I like about David quite a bit is that uh, he's, there's no, obviously there's no shame because we're not going to work with anybody like that, but there's also, it's not about immediately, okay, we've got all this time. Let's launch into changing your life. It's just about what do you want to do right now that'll help you feel a little bit better and help you make um, some, some use of your time and kind of make some slight changes. I think small changes are always better than massive ones. And he's very good at that. So, right, right. It's about starting like in a way, uh, basically just, um, yes, yeah, setting your goals and then slowly trying to work towards them. Another thing I like about David, the first time I met him, I went and visited you on set and he was like, here, take a walk with me. And I was like, is he going to have some weird talk with me? And then he took me to get uh, chicken wings. And then, he, <laughs> and then he just ate a bunch of chicken wings. Well, that's the other great thing about David was I definitely, while shooting this movie, you will attest to this, got too obsessed with working out and diet and stuff. Who, you? <laughs> Sorry. Yes, you did. And he really, really pushed me and forced me on the weekends to take a break and to eat big meals out with you. So while we were shooting in London, I'd shoot Monday to Friday. Then Friday night, Saturday night, you and I would like go to a restaurant and get a big meal. And he really, really pushed for that because I think the way he approaches it, uh, mental health and physical health really go together. He's like, you're going to burn yourself out if you're going to be this strict the whole time. And that was the... Uh, I'm very grateful that he forced me to do that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Next week, we have David Letterman coming on to talk about <laughs> uh, facial hair growth. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't think we do, but if, hey, give us a call. Hey. Yeah. Oh, my God. How um, great would that be? All right. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Hey. Hello, David. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part you have to work on, love. Well, because we what we yeah. do is we call and we say we're ready to go. So we've already said our hellos. We've said you our hellos. You guys missed it. You then, listeners out there missed it. Yeah. Uh, Who are you talking oh, to? Right, right, right. Yes, David Higgins. Yeah, tell us about David. Hi, Higgins. guys. Hi, David well, Higgins. Um, how? Where are you? How are you? You're in London. I'm in London. Uh, the weather is not too bad under isolation, and this is two weeks in now. I'm two weeks in. And how are you holding up? I am occasionally slowly losing the will, but um, but the kids definitely help with the whole just taking your mind off everything. I've got three young kids, but also just the general routine of things in life. You just got to keep on keeping on. 
now you got to keep on going. Activities of daily living. That's what it's the ADLs. You got to keep doing those ADLs. You got to keep the ADLs going (laughs) on. I totally agree with you. Wait, do you know what ADLs are? Yeah, of course I do. Well, we, well, um, we call them active daily living, or uh, what do you guys call activities that? of daily living? Yeah, basically same. There thing. you go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and let's let's just get in. How how do you two know each other? We know each other because I was going to say it in the intro, but I'll say it now. I think so it's good to say now. So <laughs> we finished. By the way, David, did you hear? Eternals just got I delayed. I just heard. I know. We just, I know. We just heard. We are breaking the news on this bonus episode of <laughs> Staying In. Just breaking the news. My my other my other Marvel movie just pushed you guys. Black Widow. <laughs> so he is the go-to superhero trainer guy for Marvel, and now cheating on us with the new Batman film. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going DC yeah. now. You are going DC. We would DC, make these yeah. jokes because our the, the the dumbbells at our gym would only go up to a certain weight. And then we would be like, let's go steal them from the BC gym. They're not going to use them. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if anyone's ever said, uh, this push my other Marvel movie. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever said that sentence. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so mm. we, we obviously trained for months and months and months together. Um, it was really, really awesome. What was great was how fun the workouts were. Like, I, you know this. I would like look forward to these workouts. No, me too. Project Abs, man. So, Project Abs. They got us through so, Fort Aventura. Abs. So, so <laughs> guys, we shot for a month in an island. We'll be back in a minute, Emily. Yeah. In an island in the Canary Islands. I was like, I'm not going to bring up Project Abs. If he brings them up, we'll talk about it. So we were on this island where we would do nothing but shoot. And there was like nothing to do. And we basically spent almost every moment. We're in yeah, isolation. We were in isolation. You guys were pre-corona isolation. Yeah, we were. We're used to this. <laughs> uh, it was really, really hot, and we were. When I wasn't shooting, we would just be in the gym working out, and we did this thing called Project yeah. Abs. Um, it, was, uh, it was good. By the way, what does this? You can't just skip over. What is Project Abs? I, I mean, I, I'm assuming it means the project is getting abs. Very good, Emily. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Yes. You were like jewel thieves who were plotting how you were going to steal Project the crown Abs jewels. Project was a cover. <laughs> we were jewel thieves. You know, Fort Aventura, full of jewels. Uh, that, it's well known. It's actually well that known. That would have been funny, Emily, if you had gone. It, it's not a place that's really full of jewels. Yes, I did not. I did not. Um, <laughs> it's one of those places. Well, we won't talk about it too much. But just so you know, before the quarantine hit here, David, I bought a set of adjustable dumbbells and an adjustable bench, and I'm back to doing Project Abs every day. Me too. You know what? Me too. <laughs> I'm not even joking with you. I loved it so much. I'm back on it again. I, I'm I'm doing my Instagram live. My my I I I've got a book called The Hollywood Body Plan, and that is more of a restorative movement practice, getting your body back to its neutral position, learning how it should move again, getting yourself out of pain kind of thing. So it's a quite a restorative practice for 21 days every day. And I'm doing that at the moment on Insta Live and on YouTube. Oh, that's amazing. Um, oh, good. What's your, what's your handle on Insta Live? Uh, David Higgins, London. David Higgins, London. Well, what I really liked working, working out with you was it was really about alignment 
and uh, and keep getting mobile and making sure that you were set up so that you wouldn't get injured. That was really the focus for the first few sessions. Like we did a lot of Pilates and stuff, but the, it really was about. I didn't realize sort of how crooked I was and how mm. um, unbalanced my body was until we started working together. So that was good. And honestly, over six months of pretty intense working out, mm-hmm. no injuries. That's, yeah. that's pretty. Man, I, I was I was honestly I think because consistency with any of these kinds of things, whether it is you're starting a new routine or starting a new workout or, or a new diet or whatever it is you're starting with, consistency is everything. And and being able to just back up every single day um, and continue, that's what's going to make the long term change, you know. Right. That's that's what I, I, I it's like my friends will start working out and they'll go to CrossFit really hard for four days and quit. It's like you're not going to work out. This is like part of your life now. Yeah. You don't you're not like doing a diet, you're not like doing an exercise regimen or something. This is like you have to do it in a way so that it's sustainable and it's fun. Like that's what I liked about the workouts that uh, we did together. But also you got a bit of an education as well, right? I hope to I taught you a, a little bit about how you should be yes, working, I, how you should be moving. What you should be He's, eating. Uh, ch- turned around and, and been very much every step of the way telling me every single thing he's learned. I've become a real know-it-all. <laughs> I've become. I'm, okay, I was a know-it-all about everything except exercising. And, and now, now, guess what? <laughs> I collected them all. Um, so, David, I wanted to, we wanted to talk to you about, you know, so a lot of people have been asking us, how do you, a lot of people don't have access to the gym now. Um, how, how or maybe they, have more time on their hands to work out that they didn't have. Right. Yeah. They have more time to work out. And for me, it's been like really good for my sanity and anxiety to like really work out. So uh, do you have any advice for people who, who can't access a gym? Yes. Well, first of all, there's absolutely so much content out there at the moment, um, all free that is getting streamed out there. So you've got to find something that you're going to like that sort of does it for you, first of all. So there's a lot of free information out there. Um, And you can do a hell of a lot with your body weight and very few little bits and pieces around around the house as well. So you can be versatile, but take a few steps back before that. You kind of really have to set yourself up into a place of, okay, so I've got – I'm not on the – I'm not, you know, commuting to work every day. So I've got a few more hours every day going to work instead of going to work. So now, and also on top of that, your office at home has to be relatively ergonomically correct. Otherwise you're going to probably lose your mind and your body at the same time. So setting up your office space is really, really important within your own home and therefore keeping that space almost um, uh, just for work is really, really important for your mental well-being. But going into that, and and if I may say very quickly, that is something we've talked about on this podcast because it's that is so important to me that your workspace needs to be separate from your living space. Also true. I couldn't. I was like, I kept having lower back problems from sitting and writing all day. And I kept, I was like looking into these like incredibly expensive chairs, mm. office chairs, trying to like figure out what I, and all it took for me was, and I don't know the proper term from it for it. It's a disc that is like, how, do, how would like you describe this thing? Like an inflated disc Like a almost. semicircled disc that sits on my, the seat of my chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has... It's almost like a bow suit ball, problems. right? It's an upside down. Yes. It's like a half exercise ball in a way, right? It's a half exercise exactly ball that sits on my office chair. Yeah, it costs it's great. Me 
And I don't, I haven't been to the chiropractor in months now. Uh, so I completely agree with you that I think if you're not sitting properly and don't have the proper like workspace, you'll just, your body will start collapsing down and be hurt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're just not going to be at your best. Right. So, so, um, I always find that when people are from, from an exercise perspective or a diet perspective, or if you're going to just generally change something about yourself for some long-term for long, some, from long-term change, and I'm not saying, oh, in the summertime, I want to lose some weight and look gorgeous in a bikini. I know you will, Kamal, but I'm just saying for everybody else <laughs> that, you know, you, you've got to have a bit more of a longer-term vision. So, for example, I went through this, like, I'm late 30s now. I've got three kids, as I said before. And now my long-term goal is literally just so I love walking into the house and the kids run all over me jump all over me and I'm like the climbing frame for the period of time, right? That, that sort of entrance. And I loved being able to wrestle with them, throw them about and play with them. But I couldn't do that if I didn't keep myself fit, relatively flexible, mobile. And cause I know a lot of my friends who are a bit older than me have a similar amount of lifestyle, sort of lifestyle and their bodies are just jacked. So for me, that's my life. I want to live a longer, happier, healthier life, life pain-free, um, and that's my long-term goal and strategy. But, uh, and so for somebody else, maybe sort of getting out of pain or just trying to feel better about themselves, you know, as simple as that, if you find mm-hmm. your, find your reason why in a way, uh, or your motivation, then it's, and then you can kind of make some steps into changing your behaviors and actually making some long-term change. Um, and moving into that, I always like, especially now where community is so important, tribe is so important in our life that we lack so much and using these social uh, social distancing rules, but also trying to implement the digital world that we live in these days to sort of compensate for that. Uh, get your friends involved in whatever it is you want to do. Hypothetically, it might be my workout for 21 days. Like, you know what, Emily, I'm going to do this for 21 days to regain my center and and move forward into whatever exercise program I want to do because I want to get out of pain and I want to feel better about myself and I've got some time to do it and and so you've got to get your friends involved because they can help out when you're having a down day like you're like oh I just can't be bothered right now but equally you will help them when they're having a down day so they're not going to sabotage you in a way they're going come on and let's let's get this going and let's let's do this together um, and that's a good. That's great. That's a good social thing too. You can like have these classes because Emily would go to like a dance class every, every week, week yeah. and now that's not happening. So now you can sort of do that on uh, Zoom or something. On Zoom yeah. Or, or yeah, exactly, or whatever team or whatever you use. Um, then and then and then write it down. Write whatever it is you want to achieve down. I am going to complete X by when. Uh, date it down. Tell a few people. Get them involved as well. Like I said, and then. Like I said before, consistency is everything. Just have your routine, set your routine. We've been doing this. How long have you guys been doing it in America for now? This is isolation, roughly. We're on our we're on our fourth week. Everybody else is on their third week. Roughly. Yeah, we sort of started a week before yeah. everybody, so we're on our fourth week. That's right. Yeah, long time. We yeah, have long time, right? It's a long time. So we are in this for effectively the long haul and we are in this together. So let's why not do something positive together with our time. And I and I and honestly I think that with with all of these kinds of things, consistency is you can control a lot more now 
or you can go totally off the rails, by the way. It's a lot easier to because you've right. just got, you, you've go got your way. bridge around the corner. You, you, the closest thing you need to run to literally is probably the toilet, you know, if you really made an effort. And I think that you can, you can change that because you, you are literally have time. You have a little bit of space. I mean, space in diary space, not probably space necessarily outside, right. but using, using that extra time for the positive rather than the negative. I think that's what we're trying to establish and push out for the, for the better of us all. I think that's great. Is, is there, and I know that I personally, when you mentioned Instagram live workouts that you're doing them, uh, at David Higgins, London, uh, there's also, I've been doing two dance classes from, um, at, uh, Angie Pontani, who is one of my favorite dance teachers of all time, does sixties go-go dancing classes and has been doing them over live. And, uh, Michelle Lamore, who is, uh, an old dance teacher of mine as well has been doing like workout slash dance classes on Instagram live. And it's kind of an amazing time because all these people that you normally would need to pay to see <laughs> mm. um, are doing things that are free and you do get a sense of community. Cause I, the last dance class I did, it was like, like 130 people were doing wow. it with me and I couldn't see any of them, but I was, it kind of, uh, I was having a pretty bad day and it was, it kind of helped bring me out of the bad day that I was having. So I think that sense of community, if it's your own friends or if you can't get your own friends involved because they're all being lazy little heifers, then if it's like people online that you don't know, community is community. So do community whatever. is community. That's right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and I, I haven't, I've generally been in the film industry relatively exclusively now for the last eight or nine years. And I've, and I've really sort of kept under the radar quite, quite significantly and this is my first sort of step out into social really and and it was quite i was quite like oh god what's this going to be like i have no idea are there going to be three people who are going to watch me and or do this thing with me as it were and so you put yourself out there and you just press record and see what happens kind of thing um and you have like have thousands of people through like it's crazy it's amazing um, yeah, I bet it feels absolutely. great for you. I hadn't thought about what it was like for the instructors or like the people leading these oh, classes. It, it, is, it is so weird. Like I'm literally talking to myself, cracking jokes, laughing at the jokes that I'm saying. You know, I was on the foam roller the other day and I'm like, oh my God, I just love playing with myself. I'm like, oh God, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> what have you become? <laughs> this is a whole different exercise routine, yeah. Oh, I will say this. You introduced me to using a foam roller all the time. And that is a, it's a very cheap uh, piece of equipment. And if you're working out, that really, really will help you uh, uh, avoid injuries. It's really, really They're so good. painful, though. They are painful, it's but like the more you use them. The more you yeah. use them. There are different like strength. Uh, there are different levels. Like you can get a nice soft one to sort of ease you into it, and then you can go down the sort of crazy trigger point ones that, that, you, that you get involved in. But there, there, And, again, I've got a video up on that on my on my youtube channel if you guys if anybody has any idea of if they have want to know what a foam roller is and how they can self-massage or self-care not in a dirty way but in an exercise kind of way you can you can look at it on uh on my youtube channel that will hopefully give you some information on what how to use it what it does what's it for and how it will sort of help you in the long run not just c to correct your posture but also to sort of to, to work out the kinks to work out the uh the trigger points that you have in your body that are causing you discomfort and pain. 
Do you have any suggestions on very basic kind of uh, cheap and expensive workout equipment that you would recommend people have uh, on hand? I know everybody likes to do different things, but do you have any kind of general I, like thoughts on that? Yeah, well, funnily enough, I, 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 I no joke, but I use, uh, you know, those interconnecting tiles, those soft interconnecting tiles that you see sometimes um, mm -hmm. on the floor or wherever like a, a on like children's... The, on the children. I use yeah. that as my flooring because the kids are a bit older now, so I don't necessarily need it. And I, I've sort of pieced together my outdoor little patio gym that I film out of and work now constantly feel like I'm sitting at a desk, looking at a computer, working with everybody still. But, um, but use, use what you have around you. You'll be surprised at what, how, how little you need or how much you actually have. So, um, use the tiles. If you have some kids sort of tiles, soft sort of matting, you don't necessarily need like an exercise mat. Um, a towel, believe it or not, goes a long way. Um, to support and also to use, uh, in, uh, whatever it exercises. Again, look at my Instagram stuff, a, a chair, a nice sturdy chair to do some step ups or some dips. Um, like literally you don't need very much. You can do little push ups and planks and other bits and pieces. But if you do have stuff, what's for me quite invaluable are those little sliders if you wanted to use them. So, um, that you step on and one foot goes one way and the other goes the other way and you can slide yourself oh, yeah. through. Yeah, okay. Or if you even don't have that and you have a wooden floor, literally, you know, paper towel, paper towel that you sort of dry your hands with kind of stuff or yeah. a plastic bag, put that under one foot and that will slide nicely on a foot on a, on a wooden floor when you don't want to do like do a reverse lunge or something that helps. I definitely feel like I would, I will, I will bust my ass if I do that. I will fall down. If I do that. <laughs> but you're on the soft kids flooring. You'll be That's fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> put a helmet on yeah. and you'll be good to go. I've noticed I've used puzzle boxes instead of yoga blocks, which yoga oh, blocks are go. kind of such a rip. I mean, they're literally just like, or you could just the use most a, wasteful a, things. You could just use a cushion from the couch. That's what I'm saying. Like it's that, that was my first thing of like, Oh, I guess I don't need this stuff. And I started doing that in London. In fact, cause I was like, Oh, I, I guess I should buy some yoga blocks. Cause I need that for what I'm doing. And I'm like, no, I don't. I like, I could totally just use a pillow to like sit on for this part of it. If I need like some extra support. And I think that, um, it's interesting too. Cause I think people are like, Oh, I can't do anything cause I don't have this equipment. And I think there is a chance that some people don't want to hear <laughs> that yeah. you don't actually need uh, that expensive much equipment. space you don't and that need. much equipment. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Kamal, do you remember when you launched, you, when you broke the internet around Christmas time? Um, <laughs> we all remember. <laughs> well, I was going to say, off camera, David was the one who was like, here, do some more push-ups. <laughs> Take this dumbbell. Do, 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 do some curls. All right, all right. We're Get that do body. It again. Get that body yeah. right. Take the pictures now. Take the pictures now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was after, if you remember, that was after a long day of shooting. It was I almost remember. like midnight. Do you remember? Was that, was, oh, yeah, it was. Because there were two, remember? 
Yeah, th- there were two. We can't talk about the second one. Okay, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. yeah what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, God. What's Emily doesn't you know about the second one. Yeah, second She knows one. about it. Oh, I just, okay. Yeah. The ones where you're completely naked and just like surprised <laughs> that you're naked? It's a surprise for you, honey. <laughs> Wait. I always love when the men in those photos are like, what happened to my clothes? And you're like, we know what happened to your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember when you broke, when I, when, when that happened, what were you going to say? I was going to say that when you broke the internet and then I did that, uh, that Australian for, for the, uh, the raise the money for the Australian, uh, bushfire appeal for those workouts yeah. that we did, the super he, the super me and the super she, the most that you don't know want sold the most. It was the super me. It was the body work at home, body weight, gender neutral. And it just, it, it smashed all of them. The, the male, the female it was paled into significance. It was everyone wanted the at home, no ex, no equipment workout, and how do I do it? It was really quite That's interesting. Amazing. Yeah, I love that. And what was what what kind of stuff was in there? Like push ups and um... yeah, just body weight. It was just literally all body weight, no equipment needed. You literally work your ass off for sort of half an hour, forty five minutes. Um, and it was the super me. It was the super me workout. But it, it, that was really quite interesting. I had no idea. I assumed that it was obviously going to be the super he that was going to. To, to, to raise was, the money but because you were such a beast mate you know you yeah. are such a beast um but uh but you know don't tell him that emily you know you don't want to get a big catch <laughs> it'll it'll match his traps at this point because they have gotten well, horrifically large well david i've been oh, like working no, out really way I've been working out way too much and way too hard. And Camille, and it's, this is the time that we tell you this is an intervention because <laughs> you need to start doing a little bit of lower body, well, perhaps. Well, do you remember, David, like when we did Fortaventura, that was four weeks, right? The difference between day yeah. one and yes. day 28. Yeah. It's now it's I'm day doing that again. Yeah. It's day 28 from moving on from the previous day 28. Right. And right. also because my diet is, uh, I'm still eating a lot of protein, but I'm also, you know, when we were shooting the movie, I was f- intermittent fasting and really eating a very, very set amount of food. And now I'm eating a little bit more. So, so that makes a, a little bit of a difference too. But I also this, like if I had, if I didn't have any equipment, I'm lucky I do. What I would do every day is I would do push-ups and you can make push-ups harder by like going really slow or putting your feet up on the couch. I would do crunches. I would do lunges or squats. Even though you're um, not doing those now. No. And um, <laughs> well, he I would when find he goes a way to the bathroom, to... I assume. That's a good point. That's exactly. a very good point. That's enough. Mm. Well, I always say I'm like I walk on my legs. I don't need to do anything with them. If I walked on my hands, I wouldn't be doing oh, like God. shoulder presses. Right? Do you hear this? I love it. Um, um, I, and, yes. I, I do not and condone the place that do philosophy. Just putting it out there. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it's good for a men's health magazine shoot because that's generally all they shoot torso up, right? That's what it happens. And, and look, also for a... You look great, by the way. You look fantastic. Okay? I was Thank very you. proud. And also, I was very proud. And, also, for a, the, a Marvel movie shoot, the legs don't really matter. No. You're just seeing... There should be a kicking superhero. I really believe. Can you work on that, David, for I'll do my one bit. of the let movies me, you work in? Let me do my thing. Let me do my thing. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Kicking superhero. But you know what was interesting? <laughs> just, punch. just imagine a fight scene where like, a guy's squaring up and he's like, uh-uh, not me. <laughs> he just I just kick. Kicking, literally <laughs> just kicking kick. the shit out of you. Stand back. 
<laughs> I just can't. Kevin, uh, Kevin Feige, give me a call. He's got basically like <laughs> T-Rex arms. <laughs> um, well, uh, I also find planks are very good. Planks are planks incredibly are useful. For my shoulders actually, are quite strong. You, funnily enough, Kamal, tempo plays like an entire different role tempo meaning that the, the, the how slowly you perform a movement or how quickly you perform the movement plays a huge amount on places a huge amount on fatigue and also adaptation so if we're talking about adaptation and fatigue and and and, and building a body as it were slowly the more time under tension that you have or that you give yourself the more adaptation you are going to achieve so people love to swing through something just to lift it above their heads for no reason whatsoever. But if you were to slow that whole process down to a really gentle pace, you would A, probably be lifting half. So it's not great for the ego. I know that. But your change and adaptation that you will be achieving will be significantly greater. That was definitely something that is really important to tell everybody that you don't need to be doing a thousand press-ups in a minute to get a change. If you did 10 really slow press-ups in a minute, you would get equal amount of change and probably more. And you'll have more control. You won't get out of position because you'll have far more time to correct your form. And that's really actually quite important. I think I, uh, that's a very good point because I had a roommate once that I remember walking in and she was doing Tybo. So this tells you when it was in, in <laughs> like late nineties, early two thousands. And she was just kind of half-assing all the moves and was like, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really in great shape. Cause it's like, I don't even get out of breath when I do this. And I remember <laughs> being like, and I wasn't like the most adept at working out back then, but I remember being like, yeah, but you're not really doing not it. Doing like, you, it. Yeah. I think you kind of know <laughs> when you're not doing it and you're just kind of going through the motions. And I think this is one of those things that I think with working out, you can just go through the motions and be like, well, it worked out. But you know, in your heart, like that's not, you need to be like working up a sweat. You need to like get your heart rate up and you need to like, right. those are the things that kind of help with your health. So you can kind of, you know, half-ass through Tybo, Jessica, but it's not what you should be doing. Yeah, it's it's like not about the numbers. You yeah. know when you're getting a good workout and when you're not. If you do, as you said, 10 push-ups really, really slowly and really like contract and feel the muscle and have that mind-muscle connection thing, you will know that workout is better than just like banging out 50 in a row. But I also yeah. think too, and I, th I think you have a very good point, what you were saying earlier, just to start somewhere that you don't need to go from zero to like, 60 like no not if it at feels all. insurmountable make it surmountable make it small enough that it feels okay and then add to that i think um right. I you think don't that's very important. sometimes people start too hard and then they don't like no sustain not just it. some people everyone because yeah. you know what right. i'm going to start a new eating program i'm going to work my ass off i'm going to go to bed at 9 8 9 p.m and get 12 hours of sleep and you're like and you don't do one or you might do one of those three hypothetically and then you'll feel really bad that you didn't achieve all three of them. And then you're like, well, what's the point? I tried. And you give up and you move on. My absolute, my absolute advice here in this, in, in this context is start really slow and start really small. So if it's really important to you to get a good night's sleep, hopefully it is really important for you to get a good night's sleep. Literally, the best thing you can do is not drink coffee past 2 p.m., ideally 12, but say 2 p.m. for everybody out there. And turn your phone off. Don't look at a screen for an hour before you go to bed. Listen to podcast. Get your sleep hygiene going on. Like right. literally Especially, improve your sleep hygiene. 
especially right now, the news you're getting on your phone is not oh. going to be conducive to yeah. sleeping. Yes. Right. And and also don't use your bed for anything but sleeping. Yeah. And I, I guess, and I guess sex also, but like, don't, don't be hanging out in there. Don't be like right. eating food in there. But getting out of bed. Yeah. Getting, uh, getting ch- like changing, like change your clothes, get dressed, change your clothes, get dressed. That's a big thing for me. We also have a new system where the last person to get out of bed has to make the bed immediately. Oh, that's been a new We make the bed rule. immediately. We keep the house very, very clean. And well, I, well, we do. A, we're trying. <laughs> every other week, we do a big cleaning. I'll tell you, since we instituted this rule of whoever gets out of bed first, the other one makes, makes the bed. bed. I've been getting out of bed like real fast. Like, real fast. <laughs> Wake up out of bed, and we've been like keeping a schedule. We go to bed at like ten thirty, yeah, or eleven, and then we get up around seven thirty every day and have breakfast together. And then by nine, we're sort of Doing working. One way, one thing I just wanted to say real quick before we're done here is the way we started training is a way that I never trained before, which is generally. This is, I guess, mostly for, I, I don't know who this is for, but people ask me this all the time and I never don't have an avenue to talk about it. The way I used to work out was you would do sort of different body parts every day. That's how I would do it. So one day would be chest and shoulders, one day would be back and biceps, one day would be, you know, that way. The way we started training was doing a full body workout every day, just different versions. So one day would be heavy day, which mm-hmm. was my oh. favorite. <laughs> And, and then, then we would the, do uh, the lighter, lighter day ish. The lighter day with more reps. And again, so that's basically the tempo thing you were talking about. That keeps the workout exciting for me is so that I'm doing a full body every day, but but the weights I'm using and how, how many reps I'm doing are Changes. sort of changing. Yeah. Well, we and know, that, we, what we know now, well, uh, may have may not have told you this, but what, that, what you were training with previously, what your, your, your example was, was, was it's very classic bodybuilder rest every other day a body part as it were so you hit it really hard and then you rest it you hit it really hard rest it. and that's and that's fine that's that works that's great that's fine what where, where i find you get the quickest adaptation from um is and this is now scientifically proven is that you one day you pick up heavy stuff next day you pick up a little lighter with higher reps then the next day you pick up heavy stuff the next day you do lighter reps and you hit literally every single body part, whether it's your, your chest, your shoulders, your back. You know the routine, don't you? Come up. What is it again? Yeah, you do. It's a bench press, shoulder press, rows, uh, biceps, triceps, uh, abs. Uh, abs, and then yeah. ice cream. <laughs> and, then ice cream. <laughs> and we would do it as a circuit, so we do all eight. Or, or all six, or many there are six or seven, and then start up again. Yes. And the whole workout took about an hour. Yes, exactly. We, we remember, we did like, we ended up doing hour and a half and two, but anyway, that was fun. But it's, We um... really did. <laughs> we kind of went nuts. We really, it was really cool because at the beginning, you were like, all right, we're going to do 40 kilo. Uh, bench press with e- each hand and the dumbbell. And I was like, oh my God, that feels impossible. And the first time hitting yeah. like five or six was impossible. By the end, we were hitting like 12 very easily. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're, it's, it's your central nervous system. Your, your, your central nervous system adapts so much faster to, so for example, you have a skinny guy who lifts a lot and then you have a big chunky guy who, and they can relatively, you know, within reason, lift within quite, quite, quite reasonable time like it's not about your muscle mass specifically uh, within within reason it is actually to do with your central nervous system and how quickly your muscles fire 
to get that weight above your head, for example. So just because you are like, I am, I was, you, you were far more bulkier than I was, but we were lifting the same. Right. Sometimes I was lifting a little bit more than you. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Well, it depends on what we're talking about. <laughs> you definitely, uh, <laughs> there were certain, there were, well, we each had our strengths. We had our strengths. We had our weaknesses. I'm not going to lie. You know, we, we, we were doing okay. But, um, but, but we were what, pretty close um, in, uh, in strength in almost all the areas. Yeah. 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 But we have relative, like I'm quite a, like a lean guy and you, you, you bulked out significantly. So, um, you know, you wouldn't necessarily realize that we were lifting the same. And also we had that competition thing going, hence that community, that tribe thing, let's just do this together kind of thing, which really helped. That's right. I think at the very, at its most basic, especially now when people are kind of stressing out a bunch, like exercise at its most basic is a stress reliever. Uh, it's And it's also just a way to get out of your head and into your body. I think mm. the only time throughout the day that I am not thinking in the back of my head about all of this stuff is when I am working out. Um, and I, that's kind of, that's been the most important thing to me is like, it's a way a lot of us are stuck in our heads. I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast are people who kind of get stuck in their own heads. It's a way more than anything. It's not about losing weight. It's not about like looking hot for bikini season because we're not going to be in bikinis this year. guys. Unfortunately by ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it is going to be about uh, finding ways to get out of your own head that, you know, are healthy for you that I think we're all going to need to, I think we're all going to have to kind of figure out. Well, so one thing it's a we great way to up start something. Yeah. One thing we haven't necessarily touched on is, is mindfulness or meditation. I know, Kamal, you practice meditation. You meditate as you get your hair and makeup done most mornings. Right? Yeah, I was getting every day. I would only for super 10 relatable. minutes. Super relatable. This is super. Well, <laughs> you know, basically, when, when, when Emily is doing your hair and makeup. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's a, I, I just use an app called Calm, like uh, C-A-L-M, Calm. They don't pay me or anything, but I just use it. And uh, it's for 10 minutes. And it's just a way of sitting there, closing your eyes, feeling how you're feeling, just just sort of like resetting a little bit, mm. like hearing what's around you and, and just sort of just sitting with yourself. It, it calmed me down a lot. And that's it's really quiet. It's very, very, it doesn't take a, it doesn't take a lot, but you just, I, I, I implement or integrate because you did that. I didn't necessarily go down that road with you, but I integrate this as an exercise called a box breath before each session we begin. And uh, a box breath is literally you sitting down with whether you are sitting on the floor or cross-legged or, or on your knees or whatever's comfortable for you. You're leaning slightly over yourself and you breathe in through your nose for the count of six. You hold at the top of that count. You hold your breath at for six and then you breathe out for six and hold at the bottom for six. So you do that six to ten times as a breath. That will really bring you out of your sympathetic state of your nervous system nervous system which is a, a fight or flight mechanism that like we are we are running away from a saber-toothed tiger kind of because of the anxiety that we're feeling right now within or an our invisible world. germ yeah there or, you go. or we <laughs> are we are we are in our state of our sympathetic state very very nicely right now so it's very important to bring ourselves back into what we call our parasympathetic state which is the um, which is the Netflix and chill, which is the rest and relax, the feed and the breed, that whole state that we really need to balance ourselves with. So from a physiological and psychological perspective, it really is important to take a breath. It doesn't take much to actually pull you back into a parasympathetic state. 
that that level of breath you centering yourself just for 10 breaths it will significantly improve your anxiety levels it will bring you back into your state your vision will open up a little bit more and you'll just feel calmer and i use that every session i do um and it works wonders just for everybody just to get into that space you know I think that's excellent. Emily advice. would talk about this breathing technique when we first started dating. She would be like, you're very anxious. Breathe in for six, hold for six, let it out. It's a, Yeah, I learned it as a therapist. So I love that. Uh, I, yeah, it's a great trick for it's a great trick for every profession, I think. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to us, David. Um, you are at David Higgins London. Um, I and I should I'm going to shout out Ellis Partridge, who uh, was also in Fort Aventura with us, a great trainer uh, who he works for you. And I uh, just want to say that he was always with us, part of these workouts. We we all, the three of us, really hung out quite a bit. He's a lovely uh, guy, Ellis. Yeah, he's he's great. He's the best. And uh, he's he's a really, really great trainer, too. So, so look him up on uh, Instagram as well. Also a very funny guy. He's got some like comedy videos and stuff that are, that are really great. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, he's got he's I'm really funny. He's just he's a one of a kind, Alice he Partridge. Is. Unique. But he is. make sure everybody if you're looking for uh, something to start, if you if it's time for you to start working out in the midst of all this, go to at David Higgins London. Um, if you prefer kind of dancier workouts or any there are all kinds of workouts online. Um yeah, start small if you need to. This is, I think, this is really, really good advice. And start with start with breathing. And if all you do is breathing one day, that's okay. Just keep going. Keep going. Right. One just start very. Yep. Yeah. Just start very, very small. And if it's starting to feel easy, add a little bit. So if you're doing ten push-ups and that's starting to feel easy, do eleven push-ups. You know, just sort of go at your own pace. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, thank you so much, yeah, David. Yeah. Thanks for talking to us. Pleasure, guys. It's really nice to catch up. Yeah. yeah, it was very nice. Um, uh, email us at staying in podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>